The post-workout glow at Planet Fitness doesn't just feel great. It feels 80s pump-up jam great. Because when you got the glow, there is no stopping what you want to do. And now when you become a PF Black Card member, your glow can be even greater with a free Amazon Halo Fitness Tracker. Get the glow. Get the PF Black Card for zero enrollment and just $24.99 a month. Bring a friend, enjoy massage chairs, and get a free Amazon Halo View. Deal ends November 15th. Subject to taxes, fees, and commitments. See club for details. Hello? Are you ready for this? Tres, dos, uno. Here we go. How do you say here we go? Hi, I'm Elmo. Apparently. And you're listening to You're My Best Friend with two of my best friends, Marcia. I have an answer for everything. I should have been a lawyer. You're just a confused person. This is very true. I know. In the jar. In the jar. Uh, I got it. Welcome to You Are My Best Friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. My name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie Ann. And this week's episode is brought to you by shop.thebestfriendshow.com. And this is the first time in a long time that we're actually remotely recording via video, so we won't be staring at each other randomly <laughs> throughout an episode. Although, uh, I've watched some other people who do something similar. They do the same thing. So, Moxie, welcome to your podcast. Thank you. Ruben, welcome to your podcast. Oh, you're so nice. You're so Anytime. nice. Uh, yeah, but this week's episode is brought to you by shop.thebestfriendshow.com, your official one-stop shop for our one-stop t-shirts. Uh, go and buy that. Help the show out. Help us pay the bills. So that way our internet doesn't cut out halfway through an episode. I have so many bills. Well, no, no, no. So not, not, not our personal bills. The podcast bills. Oh. Yeah. You know, like well, web hosting. Do it anyway. Web hosting. You know, my salary. You know, uh you getting a salary for this? Yeah, six figures, baby. Dang. I don't know why I said baby after that. It's so weird. <laughs> that was weird. Rumors, rumors are officially starting. Oh, boy. <laughs> They're true. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Um, also, the rumors are not true. <laughs> rumor has it. Dollar in the jar. Thank you. Uh, Ruben has it. <laughs> Oh man, uh, Moxie! This week's episode is going to be a little bit different than normal, and probably a lot shorter. Even though, we, but all, every time we say that, every we, single time, we tend to go long. So yeah. uh, we're gonna we're gonna try to go short this time, mainly because we don't have a guest, uh, and we did that because this is episode number twenty three. Did I do that right? No, because it's twenty two. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, last week was twenty two. No, last week was twenty one. I think. Oh, no. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. 16, 17, hold 18, on. 19, hold 20, 21. Yeah, no, I'm right. I'm right. It's 22. Ah! <laughs> oh, man, Moxie. Oh, this is so embarrassing. Hey, hey. At least you know I was busy prepping uh, in advance for next week's episode. <laughs> I wonder why she's so excited for next week's episode. You never know. Uh, we have a great guest next week. We do. Yeah. Do, do you want to talk about who it is? No. <laughs> great. No, neither do I. Um, but <laughs> this is a great show. Moxie, last week's episode, though, was also awesome. But let's get the right episode ever. This week's episode is number... 22. Try that one more time. 22. Perfect. There we go. Uh, we finally <laughs> got the right number down. Moxie, I also have a very nice, large 22-inch uh, computer monitor here that I'm, I'm working off of now. So it's a whole yeah. te- it's a television that that's 
recording the audio. So nice. we are doing upgrades here in, uh, in the Ruben J Entertainment headquarters of the world. So you're like getting revenge on the TV for, for you recording it for so long. So now it's recording you. No, actually, that sounded a little weird. That sci-fi, did sound very so. weird. That's it sounded like like iRobot ish. Yeah, yeah. Although it's happening. Yeah. Um, but Moxie, in, in all reality, uh, last week's episode we had Gigi Ashworth. Uh, she's a a YouTube host, a, a chef. She's a, an author. Yeah, an author. I, for whatever yes. reason, <laughs> for whatever reason, I thought like you know actor and like the female equivalent of that is actress. I thought for whatever reason that there was like author and authoress. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's fair. Uh, wow. what, did, what what kind of feedback did you get from last week's episode? A lot of people really liked last week's episode, um, and I actually got a couple of people who were like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go get that book now. I personally, I started my new diet this week, so uh, that book has been very helpful so far. Oh, great. I'm happy that you purchased a copy of that book. Yeah. Okay, cool. Now we Uh, just need to go get her to sign it. Yeah, we have to go. We're going to be in Los Angeles tomorrow. We are? Well, both of us. We? No, no, no. the royal we? No, 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 or, no, no, no. This, this is the literal we. We're both going to be in Los Angeles. It's two separate things going on. Oh, that's on. true. <laughs> yeah, no, you're going to be in LA for one thing. Actually, and I might make one of them, but uh, but then I'm going to be doing. Some, I'm going to be part of a music video tomorrow. So, which is really cool. Um, well, right. when I mean, music video. When I mean part of a music video, I don't mean like I'm going to be in the music video. I'm going to help produce ah. it. Uh, I'm going to walk around and be like I produce thee. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Will you help me produce my music video? I'm actually writing the treatment for it right now. We're going to jump into a quick commercial break because we're at that time of the show where we have to take a commercial break. Uh, there's quick somebody, commercial break. There's literally somebody off camera with a gun pointed at me saying, if you don't take a commercial break, you're going to get shot. So <laughs> we're going to go to commercial break right now. We'll be right back uh, with more of You're My Best Friend, the Q's and the A's episode. Time to take a shot. Okay, cool. Whatever. We'll be back. And we're back, Moxie. <laughs> that was quick. That was a quick break. Uh, I said it was a quick commercial break. Uh, Moxie, we have some stuff to talk about. Yes, we do. It's a lovely thing of doing a podcast where we just talk about stuff. But this is a very important topic for me. Yes. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. I'm so ready. Okay. Halsey. Do I have to? Ah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Halsey is releasing a new album. Okay. That's what we're going to talk about. That's one of the things we're going to talk about. We're talking about that. You know, I'm not into Halsey at all, right? Are you really? Yeah. Why? Why are you not into Halsey? I just never got into her. My sophomore year roommate, Maddie, was super into Halsey. No wonder. So she would be very excited about this. No wonder Maddie and I got along that one time we hung out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Granted, there was also alcohol involved. So that's probably <laughs> another reason why we got We should get Maddie online. Call Maddie. Get her on the phone. <laughs> We'll talk, I'll talk Halsey with, with Maddie. But anyway, uh, Halsey announced earlier today that she's releasing her third studio album called Manic, uh, as well as she released her, her lead single for the new album today called Graveyard. So uh, since you're not into Halsey at all, that's all I'm going to say about it. I'm looking forward to the album coming out January 27, 2020. All right. Uh, Halsey. Wow. I'm, I'm really surprised you're not into her. She's really good. Why do you, Ruben, why do you like Halsey? Uh, well, uh, well, first of all, I actually really enjoy her singing. She has a really good, she has a really solid voice. Um, but if you listen to, I, I went back and I just downloaded everything that she had on iTunes 
mm-hmm. and I just listened to it. And it was great. It was great stuff. Her whoever writes her music is spot on. Yeah, it's great. It's great writing. Uh, if it's her, good for her. If it's somebody else, if it's her and somebody else, whatever, whatever team selects the songs for her, have been doing a great job. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I just uh, there was one song. Oh, what song was it that I that I fell in love with? Let me pull up my my Apple Music playlist real quick. Um, you know the real music streaming service. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, as you can you tell, you know there is there's something to be said about good songwriters. Yeah, absolutely. I think that um, it used to be really a taboo thing for like singers to admit to not writing their own songs back in the day. Um, and it's definitely genre specific, but I think in this case, people are starting to understand the value of good songwriting teams and not, you know, not shame that the fact that singers are sometimes given really great songs by songwriters and they're cool to, uh, you know, put their passion into that just because they didn't exactly write everything themselves. I think that, I think that that's cool too. Yeah. What do you think? I, you know, here's the thing. I was talking about this earlier with Kid Hudson and we, specifically, we were talking it's name to, dropping. Yeah, uh, well, I was I was hanging out with Kid Hudson today. We actually we had dinner and everything. Um, oh wow, really? Yeah, it was really cool. Well, we were in the studio. TFTI. What? TFTI. I did invite you. You're busy. I'm sorry. Uh, I told you about this like a month ago, and I told you to come along. Uh, well, he's. No, he, you didn't. Never mind. Well, I didn't remind you because I knew you were busy. <laughs> but I will say this: we were working on. Uh, He's working on a new song that's going to be coming out in a couple of weeks. It's 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 fantastic. It's a great song, and we were talking about Julia Michaels and how everything that she's released on her own has just been you know a hit. And we were talking about the fact that like she's a songwriter first and happens to now be a performer because that's just the way the business is. And yeah. what, what we were talking about was like how how thankless the job of a songwriter is sometimes because it's not always you know you're not the person who's name is on the song you're not the person who who gets the credit and gets to go out and perform and gets to make really the big bucks you know Um, although if you have the right distribution deal and the right you know uh, publishing deal you can make a lot of money off of it but in reality if you're not if you're not the record label you're not the performer you know you end up being bottom of the barrel yeah Um, yeah no kidding and i think there's some performers that that need good songwriters you know for example maroon five you know, yeah. almost almost all their songs on the last record were not written by them. They were written by well, other people. And there's no shame in it. It's like, it, you know, singer-songwriter doesn't have to be a lumped-together category. I feel like we we are totally fine with good songs. We're totally fine with good singers. But once we find out that the singers haven't written their own hit song, it's like it somehow it takes away some of the validity. And that's not the case. I mean... Think like how passionate you are when you're singing along to music in your car. You didn't write those words, but they're from your soul anyway. And I think that even though, you know, you're coming at it from an undervaluing of the songwriters themselves perspective, I'm coming at it from a loss of respect for the performer. I don't think that we should lose respect for the performer in this case, unless the song is awful, in which case, um, maybe they should make better decisions but yeah for sure for sure yeah no i i don't think there should be i i don't well here's the thing i think if you're going to pass the song off as your own then 
then yeah, you should definitely be ashamed of it. Yeah. But if you're going to be like, hey, yeah, like Ryan Tedder totally wrote me a sick song and, you know, I put it on my record, you yeah. know, which by the way, if Ryan Tedder wants to write you or me a sick song, like I'm, I'm down, you know? Uh, so anyway, so uh, the new album Manic by Halsey will be out sometime, uh, well, January 27, 2020. I really encourage you to uh, to, to look at, to, to, to get into Halsey because it's a great song. I mean, how do you not love this song right here? Hold on. This is. Yeah. I love this song. Hold on. I'm dancing. I, I can see that. Oh, here we go. She doesn't kiss me on the mouth anymore. That's all I can legally play. Cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and then there's there's this hit hit as well. Oh, this is very flowy. It's like. I don't wanna fight right now. No, you always right now. No one needs you around with me. But nobody went around with me. Again, that's, that's the most I can legally play. Cool. Um, and then, of course, there's there's this. This, this oh, is a man, radio. I'm running out of dance moves. This is a radio smash right here. Again, that's all I can legally play. <laughs> awesome, because I don't have any more moves. <laughs> Although my roommate and I did invent this sick dance move let's, the other night. Let's, it's, it's, let's not get into that. It's called the taking off your socks dance, and oh it's awesome. That's something your dad would do. <laughs> I'm, I'm ashamed for you. You know who else came out with new music? Who? Adele. Yeah, I so, wrote a blog about that. Yeah, you did write a blog about Adele. Um, Moxie put up on MultimediaMouth.com the top seven Adele songs. Why top seven, Ruben? Because top seven is different. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, you got to be different in the world of publishing articles. You know. And you know this how? Because I publish articles. Ah, cool. Kind <laughs> <laughs> um, well, because everyone yeah. everyone does a top ten, you know, and everyone does a top five, so somewhere in the middle, you know. Yeah, okay, that's that's valid. And seven is the number of God, so. Sure, let's go with that. <laughs> uh, so Adele, uh, people around Adele are speaking out, saying that the songstress is ready to release music after filing for divorce uh, from her husband of, of I think five yikes. years. So yeah, it's, it's, it's big yikes too. Uh, big yikes. Adele is somebody who I think. Honestly, I, I don't think she knows how to write music from a happy place. You know what? I can I can understand that, though. I, I'm writing with someone right now who um, we're trying to write some really dark stuff. Um, and Ow. he just keeps telling me, you okay there? Cool. Yeah, All right. I'm, I'm fine. I totally just ruined the podcast. But I'm fine. Do I need to call 911? <laughs> no, 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 no. We're good. We're good. No, okay, but he's trying, like, we're trying to get into a dark place for these songs because they sound super dark and heavy. And he keeps telling me, like, think of that, like, that moment when you were just in the worst place. And and apparently I have no in-between between, like, oh, this isn't what I wanted. And... and I want to watch you burn. Like, <laughs> I have no in-between in between the two, but I'm having a lot of trouble getting into that place when I'm not smack in the middle of emotional, like active emotional distress. 
Yeah, well, and it's it's funny because I think people do their best writing when I, and either one of the, the extremes, you know, whether you're extreme yeah. happiness or extreme sadness. I don't think, and I think people are the most creative in those extremes. Oh, I think, yeah. I think when life is just okay, it's really difficult to be inspired. Well, because music comes out of a place of emotion. I mean, listen to music and anyone will tell you, you feel emotions when you're listening to it. Music can make you cry. It can make you laugh. It can make you dance. All of the most passionate emotions in life, it, it'll bring out. Hey, quick question. Are you, is your, are you using the right microphone right now? Because you, you sound really echoey. Possibly. Maybe. Tap. Hold on. Tap them. How's that? Oh, yeah. You are using the right mic. You just, you just sounded echoey. It's fine. Oh, okay, that's fine. Um, yeah, no, I think I think it's I think emotion, whether it's sad or happy, and Adele just might just be somebody who just can't write happy songs. You know, they're just possible. You know, there's just some people who just can't write those lovey dove songs. Like maybe she just needs to be heartbroken. Um, you know, which which at the same time kind of sucks because she's constantly having to be heartbroken to write music. You know, yeah. So it's just kind of like, all right, well, you know, if I were somebody who was interested in Adele as in a romantic way, I would be like, oh yeah, I don't know if I really want to get into this because I don't really want a record written about me when this is over. <laughs> um, but, a little bit like early Taylor Swift. <laughs> well, Taylor Swift, even Taylor Swift now, I mean, she still writes about stuff that you know. She even admitted it in an interview that she writes about stuff. You know, she writes about people who who wrong her. You know, yeah. and um, you know, you need to calm down. Is talking about her internet, you know, her internet trolls. So, uh, yeah. But speaking of new music, Moxie, yeah, you just released a new song a couple weeks ago. I did. It was called El Juevo Ranchero. El Ranchero. Thank, gracias. Gracias. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, the egg uh, doing pretty great on on the internets. Uh, yeah. About 4,000 views on, on Facebook, another 2,000 yeah. and a half or so, almost 3,000 views on Facebook, on, uh, on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, how are you feeling now? You've been, it's been about two weeks since you released the song. Yeah, I'm excited and I've been able to uh, perform it once already. I have another performance lined up for it in the next couple of days. Um, well, I'm and, feeling- and by the time this, this, this is published, it'll be a couple of days ago. But, yeah. But yeah. Um, but it, it's been really cool. You know, it, I, we kind of touched on this, um, in our podcast episode about the egg, but it did is I, did so, I tell, did I tell you I had a nightmare about that episode? No. What? Oh yeah. Remind me to tell you that. We'll tell it on air, but t- remind me to tell you that story. Okay. So I, I've been thinking about it a lot, but this song was so different from anything I've ever done before. And now moving forward i'm like well what do i do do i write just more like singer songwriter acoustic-y music like this because i love that kind of music i mean sleeping at last that's like that's who i listen to a lot of the time but also i really really like writing in the style of in this moment and evanescence and hailstorm and you know all of them so that's kind of what i'm working towards now um well yeah and you and i had a conversation on the phone a couple couple excuse me a couple days ago where where you were asking hey you know what do i do and i'm like do it all you know like there's no rule that says you have to just because you've released a song or you know a couple of eps in a certain genre that you have to stick in that genre so you know my 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 advice for you and as as a friend of yours is to do whatever you want but as a fan of yours as well is to continue to chase whatever music makes you happy and that that serves you creatively yeah well and one of the things that i'm learning too because this is my first 
this is my second experience doing solo stuff. I did it a long time ago before I was in Moxie and the Influence. Not gotcha. a lot of people know that. But, um, you know, I, I... Her original solo stuff was so bad that she needed some more influence. It was really bad. <laughs> but um, please don't go looking for it. Um, one of the Challenge things accepted. That, no! One of the things that I'm noticing doing solo work on my own now is the amount of freedom that I have with it. Not just, like, the freedom to make decisions and not have to work with other people on it. Not that that was ever really an issue, but the freedom to like make whatever I want with it. You know, with bands, you get a following and if they change their sound, like bring me the horizon, just reached, uh, reached, they released, they released like a, it's a more uh, hip hop inspired techno kind of thing. That's a lot more poppy than they've been in the past. In the past, they've been like the band's workhorse style band. And they actually got a lot of people going like, oh, you sold out. Like, this is terrible. Personally, I liked the new album. But with with a solo career, people are more likely to follow you because they like your voice, not because they necessarily care what genre of music you're doing. So I'm picking it up along the way and I'm getting a lot of support and I'm excited for the next two releases. Ruben, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's jump into that real quick here. All right, Moxie. So there's going to be an official release, an official announcement coming uh, in the next couple of days about what you have coming up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I'm yep. super excited about this. And by the way, thank you for in involving me in some of these decisions uh, because I, I, it makes me feel a little bit more important than what I am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about what you have coming out on Friday, All first right. and foremost. So next Friday, well, I guess in, you know, this four Friday. days. Yeah. Yeah. So the same time this podcast is released, uh, I will be releasing some information about what I'm releasing on Friday. So if you're listening to this right now, go check out Moxie Ann on Facebook. Um, this Friday, I will be releasing a live recorded version of one of MXI's more popular songs, it's called Bella's Song. And I was really, really fortunate to get to do this song at my senior recital when I graduated from Azusa Pacific University. Um, that is always a mouthful and that will always be a mouthful. APU. Just say Apu. <laughs> Apu. Um, but I got, I was really excited to do, to do that song for my senior recital. Um, some longtime fans of MXI will remember I wrote that song for my sister. Um, when she was going through a really difficult time, it was written over the period of a year and it follows like the track of how she was doing and how she was growing and fighting with her mental health and, and her depression and all of that. Um, spoiler alert, now, she's doing fine. Yeah, she's doing great. She's doing awesome now. Um, and I'm so, so proud of her, but the coolest experience, one of the coolest experiences probably of my life was doing that song with my sister singing back and forth on it. And then the other cool part about this recording is um, the original recording is acoustic guitar, voice, and cello. Um, my best friend, Sydney, played the acoustic guitar on it, obviously. Um, my other best friend, Carly, this is a friend that I made in school. Yeah, I know. We'll get into this in a minute. Um, she plays the viola, and her sister, Emma, plays the cello. And so I got to have the two sisters, I arranged it for viola and cello. So you'll hear an additional string part in there. It's a little bit different. Um, you'll hear the two sisters on strings 
and Sydney, and then the two sisters on vocals, and like the redemption story in that. The two I, sisters, the only child, the two sisters. No, Sydney's not an only child. She, oh, she's not. No. <laughs> this entire time I thought she was an only child. All right, cool. Uh, nope. And then, uh, did we decide a date on the other one? Yeah. The Late October. <laughs> really. Yeah, you're con- you're going against my uh, my suggestion here. No, I'm not going against your suggestion. Are you going with my suggestion? I am. So mid October, huh. sort of. So the release of the song itself is going to be mid October, and then the release of the music video will just be a couple of weeks later. Do we want to? Do we want to release? I don't. I, I think I want to just tease that for right now. Oh, so we're not going to go into detail. No. Oh. But, but I will say. This is a song that I wrote while I was in the throes of passion. That sounds weird. While I was in the middle of a very, very difficult place. Don't ever say the throes of passion (laughs) until you're married, please. Oh, my gosh. Okay, but what I mean is, like, the passion in the song came from a very emotional place because I was right in the middle of it. I wrote the song a couple of months ago with some brothers of mine. And it is, you know, for anybody who has been following the egg following what I've been doing recently. Bella's song is going to be quieter still, but if you wanted a heavy rock sound, it's coming. you're getting it on this it's, one. It's coming for sure. Uh, and more of it. Let me just say, uh, I will not be shaken. <laughs> I will not be moved. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, so that's coming out. Good for you, Ruben. That's coming out the 18th of October. Uh, no. <laughs> wait, wait, no. Okay, so you are going against what I told you. No, I'm not. I said I wanted to tease it. Okay. We're officially fighting now. Yeah, we are. <laughs> this is Moxie, this is not okay, whatever. 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 I'm done. We're going to commercial break. <laughs> You're just gonna leave it quiet like that? You're just gonna let it end like that? Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Stick around for, for uh, well, no, not even that. It just I don't even know what to say anymore, Moxie. We're we're going to commercial. I need to re- I need to recoup before we jump into these questions. Okay. Ruben, how do you feel about revealing my secret <laughs> What secret did I? I don't, the release date of my next song. It's not actually that big of a deal. It's fine. We're just mortal enemies now. So <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> I'm just upset that you lied to me on the air. That's. I did not lie to you. Yes, I have audio proof that you lied to me on the air. I did not. I said that it's coming out on the 18th and then you said, no, it's not. I'm done with you. It's We're fine. Done. That's fine. We still have another, at least another 20 minutes of this podcast to record at We're least. We're answering these questions and then we're done. <laughs> Are you ready? Uh, okay, cool. So we asked you guys to ask us questions for a very special episode that I that I affectionately like to call Ask We Anything. But Which then, is not grammatically correct. No, it's not. But then I decided to say, you know, send us some cues and we'll give you some A's. So that's what I'm going to call this episode is the cues and the A's. The Q's and the A's? The Q's and the A's. All right. So That's cool. So I'm officially retiring, ask <laughs> we anything, and going with the Q's and the A's. Uh, 
So we have one question uh, that's that's going to be the very last question that we're going to ask uh, because it's actually a really deep question. Yes, um, it is. But I know you have some from Instagram. I have a couple from Facebook, and we have a couple from emails and other stuff that we're going to pull yeah. up. Um, so, Moxie, why don't you go ahead and pull up the first question from Instagram? All right. So we have a question from these guy is a good guy. Goo guy? Good guy. I Maybe we should just not read the the usernames on these might be a good idea (laughs) uh these guy asked did school prepare you for outside life uh no no i don't well i didn't go to college so i can't i can't speak on college but i i can speak on on high school and i think i think high school did a lousy job of prepping prepping me (laughs) of preparing of of, of prepping uh of preparing (laughs) me for for adulthood so no i I don't think school and i think that's something that needs to be addressed in in the future generations what about you mox i you know my sister and i have talked about this a lot because for the listeners who don't know i was homeschooled i was homeschooled all the way through like up until college i basically sat at home in my pajamas until I turned 18 and then it was time to go to APU. But <laughs> a poo. Uh, a poo. But we've had a lot of conversations about this and basically we've determined that while being homeschooled didn't give us all like the real world skills that we needed, what it did give us is the ability to learn quickly and pick up those skills in any way shape or form. So like it, it you know, I've met so many people uh, friends of mine, actually, who they are very capable. They went through the public or private school system and they have all the skills that they need. They know how to do their taxes. They know how to run a computer. They know how to get a job. They know how to do a resume, all of that stuff. But beyond that, you ask them to do something else or learn something else. And it's like, it does not compute. You know, it's, they don't have that crucial ability to just pick up and learn something right off the bat. Here's here's a saying that that I've really thought is really interesting. Uh, just because you have a degree doesn't mean you're smart. Yeah, you amen. Know, like like you could, you could have a doctorate, and that doesn't mean that you're actually a smart person. Um, granted, I, I'm not going to take away what a degree means as far as no, books, book smarts go. Like, yeah, I, if you know, if, if I need you to, you know, if I if I need a doctor, I'm going to go to a doctor. But if I need somebody who like actually knows how to like navigate life, sometimes going to somebody with a degree isn't the right person to go to. Sometimes going to somebody who, you know, literally struggled their way to buying a house one day, you know, and barely yeah. is barely able to put food on their table for their kids, you know, sometimes they're the right person to ask for for certain life advice. You know, there's yeah. some there's some people in this world who just don't know, um, you know, how to deal with people. You know, and it's 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 sad yeah. sometimes. Yeah. All right. You got another question for us, Irvin? Yeah. um, Here's a question. Uh, Which celebrity do you think you get along with the most? Like that I've met or that I haven't met? That you think you'd get along with the most? Hmm. John Mulaney. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. I, I I personally, I think I get along really well with Blake Shelton. Personally, I think he and I get along really well. I feel like Blake Shelton would get along with everyone. Exactly, because he's drunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Moxie, what do you have? Now, now wait, oh, I have okay. a follow-up question. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this is my it. own question. What celebrity have you gotten along best with of the ones that you've met? Um, 
Well, that's a great question. Uh, who? <laughs> Meghan Markle. <laughs> she, hey, you know what? She did agree to go out on a date with me. So, uh, but then never actually followed up on that. Got to be quicker than that, man. Yeah, no. Sometimes the prince just swoops, swoops in. Swoops in, yeah. yeah. Speaking of a, you know, a knight in shining armor. Um, honestly, you know what? It's, it, it's similar to to to, to Meghan Markle because uh, it's it was a, her, one of her co-stars on Suits. Uh, did you ever watch that show? No. Okay. So uh, the guy's name is Rick Hoffman. Uh, he he came to that same event where I met met Megan. <laughs> I don't know why that was so difficult to say. Uh, you know what it is? It's because I'm drinking Gatorade instead of Diet Snapple. That's ah. the problem. Uh, he was at the same. It was the premiere for Suits, and everyone showed up in like a suit and tie, and he showed up in a baseball cap and a leather jacket, and like like. But he looked like a million bucks, and he showed up. And I had talked to him like the week before on the phone, so he knew who I was. Nice. And, and so when we when we connected in person, we literally just talked for twenty minutes, did an interview, and then talked for another twenty minutes. You know, so I think Rick Hoffman uh, or Carson Daly, those are the ones. Nice. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Good answer. Thank you. Go. Uh, Adam Sandler. Oh. No, do you meant, want my answer to that question or another question? No, I meant to ask another. <laughs> question. I didn't know you met Adam. You met Adam Sandler. Yeah. Really? That's interesting. We got to talk about that off air. Go. Go with another question. Though. <laughs> that's my, actually, that's my question. Adam Sandler. That is, is your my question. question. <laughs> uh, no, no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so this is weird. Okay. We actually received the same question from two different people who have really? no knowledge of each other. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. What's the question? Two different platforms, uh, two different crowds. Why don't we ever see baby pigeons? So, Moxie, you and I are both kind of uh, re-entering the dating world a little bit. Not together. Yeah. Not together, just FYI. More rumors. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, what are your top three rules when going on a date? Rule. What kind of rule? I have lots of rules. What so, kind so, of rules so top, are we talking so, here? Top Top three. Just top three. Whatever, whatever, the, whatever comes to mind. Like qualifications? No, no. Top three rules. Like... Top three rules when you go on a date, like what, what the what, do's and the don'ts for Moxie Ann. What are what, like my person, like my rules or my rules for him? Because like for me, it's okay, a deal Mo breaker. Moxie, the question is not that specific. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, the, the question doesn't say which one they want. They just want an That's answer. The problem. Okay, he needs to be Christian. He needs to be. The, I have a lot of qualifications here. Okay, but I'm talking about rules while you're on the date. Oh, while I'm on the date. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, Top three rules while you're on a date. I don't, I haven't really thought much about that. Um, don't kiss him, obviously. Uh, don't, uh, don't, <laughs> I, I've been on like, more than a few dates in the last couple of months. And I have never actually thought about this because it's never been an issue. Uh, meet in a public place and don't get attacked. I don't know. <laughs> well, you failed at this test, by the way. Uh, oh my gosh. All right, for me personally, here's here are the top three dates, or top three rules when dating. Here, yeah, you well, do yours and then maybe I'll have an idea. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna answer this in two different ways. I'm gonna do my top three rules while you're on a date and top three rules while you're dating. Okay, so I'm gonna do a little bit different. Okay. I'm giving some dating advice here. 
Okay. okay. So top three rules while you're on a date. Uh, number one, turn your phone off or put on silence. Don't put it on vibrate unless unless you have like a kid situation where there's a babysitter involved. Do not have your phone out. Do not be on your phone, okay? Uh, number two, uh, ask more questions than you do talking. Mm. So I had to learn that the hard way. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't come out and tell your whole life story right away. Ask questions, you know, and keep things to yourself that you can bring up to a second date, you know, and know that some things should not be said on the first ten dates, you know, like there's some things that you probably should wait till date number eleven, uh, and then my last date is don't eat garlic. Don't eat garlic. Yeah, yeah. My last rule on dates: don't eat garlic, just in case. Okay. I had the I had the benefit of being my last relationship. We both really liked onions and garlic, oh, so good. it worked yeah. out in our in our favor. You guys were both Italian, you know, so yeah. it kind of works out. Yeah. So, but top three rules while dating. Okay, so especially early dating. Okay, uh, number one: no movie dates. Movie dates are the absolute worst way to get to know somebody, especially in those early early relationship development days. Now, of course, if you're dating, you've been dating for a couple months now, then yeah, movie dates are cool. But in your first five or six dates, no movie dates, okay? That's very wise, I think. Yeah. Number two, the first couple dates, the first two or three, meet someplace. Don't pick them up. You know, don't have them come pick I, you that's up. That's what I said. I said public place. No, no, that's different. That's different. Meeting in a public place and, and, and meeting someplace is separate. It's different, okay? There's ones, ones for safety and ones for like, Hey, this date's not going well, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, and then, ladies, I'm going to say something right now that is probably not politically correct. I don't know why I adjusted the microphone that way. I'm not quite sure either. Um, I personally believe that if you're dating to find a relationship, to find a husband, don't put out in the first three months. I mean, I would, I would well, differ from you there, but. Hold on. I, yeah, because you're you're not a traditional, you know, you're not in the like the today zone of women, who you know where sex is a normal thing in relationships. Uh, you are in a sexless life, which is your choice, and you know <laughs> between between you and your God, ninety um, percent of the other women in the world are in a you know they're they're you know they're sexually active. So, but if you're trying if you're trying to find a way to filter out the d bags from potential marriage quality people. Having a minimum amount of time that you're going to go without sleeping with the person is extremely important. Uh, honestly, because most guys are pigs, most guys are going to are going to want to get in. They're going to want to do their business, and they're going to they're going to be bored of you. But if you put a time limit, and I'm not saying that it has to be three months, I'm just saying it should be a lot more than two dates, you know, or even one date. Or I know people who, you know, the the whole date is sex. So uh, put a time limit, put a put a restriction on the time that you're not going to be putting out. Those are my top three dating tips. Who does that? Lots of people. And I'm not judging you. And here's the thing. I'm not judging you. Like, like we've all, almost everyone has done this. Moxie is an exception because of, you know, her commitments that she's made on her, you know, with her, her walk with the Lord. You know, Hey, I'm just lucky that I've decided to go back on my vow to not kiss anyone before marriage. So. It's a little late for that. So, but, yeah. but you know, the, the point is, you know, like I've, I've, I've had enough female friends that go out on dates, date the guy one time, you know, they go on one date, end up in, in bed with them, you know, and then wonder why the guy never called him back because he got what he wanted, yeah. you know, like, like no offense. And, and I'm not saying that I'm morally better because 
I'm not looking for just sex in a relationship. I'm looking for a connection, you know. Um, but there are some guys out there who all they want is sex, you know. Yeah. And even, you know, even if they say, oh, I'll call you tomorrow, whatever. Or, you know, no, I'm not into it for sex. You know, make them prove it, you know. if, if Well, and it's – I would say it's more than that too because guys are looking for different things. It, women, if you lower yourselves to that position because well, a guy – Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me stop you there. It's not lowering yourself. Well, I don't want to. No, I don't, don't want sex what I'm shame. No, what I'm and I'm not judging anybody. What, but what I'm saying is, when a guy goes out with you, he's trying to get a feel for you. He's trying to get an idea of what your position in his or, life is, or a feel of you. Oh my gosh! But it's, he's trying to figure you out, and yeah. he's trying to figure out if you're wife material or if you're just a one night stand kind of material. Yeah. And more often than not, it, a wife material kind of girl isn't, you know, she's going to make him wait for it. And she's going to make him understand that there's more to her than, than the first night. Yeah. And, and the thing is too, is like, even if the guy is just looking for a hookup, you know, he might end up liking you in the process of waiting to hook up with you. Yeah. You know, like I'm not going to get into to my personal sex life too much, but you know, because it's not because it's not existence. Um, but you know, the the few times that I've I have hooked up with people, you know, I tend to like fall for them after the fact. Me personally, because usually it's not just like a, a hit it and quit. It's like, hey, we spent the night together, whatever, and then we hung out afterwards. And why are you dancing while I'm talking about this? this is really I'm weird. I'm not dancing. I'm on a boat. Even weirder. In my head. Even weirder. Uh, anyway, so if, if those are my dating tips, Moxie, what questions do you have for us next? All right. How much time do we have left, Ruben? Uh, not too long. Cool. So let's do one let's, more. Let's do one more from you, and then the last one on Facebook. All right. We have a serious question from one of our Instagram uh, people, and this person asked, "What is the best way to help people who are thinking about suicide?" Ooh. This is something serious, and this warrants honestly an entire podcast episode itself. Yeah. But I thought we might want to touch on that really quickly before we go. <sighs> uh for me, I found the best way to help because I have had the experience of helping some people through that. Um, long-term life friends who have dealt with that, my my own sister. Um, and it, it's, it's different for every person. Sometimes they need a comfort. Sometimes they need a kick in the pants. I My sister, I know one time, this wasn't on purpose and she'll back me up on this, but she told, she thanked me one time for the way that I treated her at, at one evening. It was like the middle of the night and she was ranting about how terrible her life was and how, how much everything sucked and all, you know, how, and how depressed she was essentially. And I was just sick of it. I wasn't thinking about how I was talking to her. I wasn't thinking about how serious matters were. And this is not the case for everyone. This is for someone who you are very close with. But I got pissed off at her and I was like, dude, your life doesn't suck. You need to start thinking happy. Like you need to get out of it because at the end of the day, you are the only one in control of your own mind. And she, of course, got pissed at me and stomped off out of the room and I didn't see her again for the rest of the night. But then years later, she thanked me and she said, you know, you're the one who helped wake me up out of it. Um, but... I've had other friends who I have helped through it by, by telling them how loved they are, because that's the truth. I mean, you are so, so loved and the majority of people are going to, if you tell them, Hey, I'm thinking suicidal thoughts. I'm, I'm really having issues right now. Will you just talk to me and 
and I'll tell you what I need and can you help me? Those people would rather talk to you for 20 minutes than have to go to your funeral. Yeah. And yeah. I think uh, I think the core of it starts with how we interact with people on the daily. Yeah. So I remember in high school I remember in high school I was walking in the hallway and I just saw this person who just you could tell that there was something not right. Mm. You know, and I just went over to them and said, Hey, how are you? How you doing? You know, and we talked for a little bit and as the conversation went on, you know, they started smiling, started finding things to laugh about and you know yeah. and then we, I walked away from that conversation and like three, four months later they ran into me again and like, hey, do you have a minute? I'm like, Yeah, sure, what's up? So like you know, I was really thinking about killing myself and you kind of just like, wow. just, just you talking to me and recognizing me and acknowledging me as a person made me realize I'm not invisible, you know? Yeah. And I think, I think that if people, if people in general just stopped for a minute and looked at the people around us and put our phones down for a minute yeah. and connected yeah. with them, I, th- I think that would help. I think that would help a lot of people just in general but then we yeah. you know we step back and last week uh last week the news broke that that a pastor at Har- yeah. i don't know if you read about this but a, but a pastor at harvest yeah. uh fellowship in, in riverside killed himself you know mm-hmm. and you know i don't know the guy i didn't know the guy personally but it, it hit me hard that a pastor yeah. of, a, of a big church with a with a massive youth group, and he was in charge of the youth, I believe, uh, could could kill himself, you know. And yeah. and you sit there and you think, what drove him to do that, you know? <laughs> and those are questions that we'll never actually fully have the answer to, because we're not yeah. that person. Yeah. But I think that we need to stop thinking of suicide and mental uh, depression and anxiety and, you know, things like that. Uh, those, those life things that we all deal with. Um, and some of us are worse than others. Uh, we need to stop judging people who come out and say, Hey, I'm depressed. Hey, yeah. I'm sad. Hey, I'm not feeling well. Because I think the minute, yeah. I think the minute that we, we say, Hey, you know what? Uh, let's let's not make fun of somebody for being depressed. You know, let's not uh, let's not make this an issue of what's wrong with them and why are they depressed and like what's broken in their brain. To how can we help them? Yeah, how can we get them the right help? Um, so, but my, my advice to somebody who maybe is considering suicide is, is honestly get, get professional help, you know, because at the end of the day, and I dealt with this recently with a friend of mine who I had ran out of words of encouragement for this person, you know, and I straight up told this person, I said, listen, you need to go see a therapist because I have no advice for you, you know, and you should probably talk to somebody who 
can actually get to the core of what are causing these thoughts. So if you are somebody who is considering suicide or if you know somebody who is just going through it, you know, encourage them to get professional help and be willing to not dismiss it as something small and something they're going to get over. Because like Moxie said, I'd rather spend 20 minutes talking to you on the phone and telling you how important you are and how much, you know, we love you as, as a person, even if I don't know you, you know, because you're still valuable. Uh, Sorry. Your life is still, I don't know what that was a weird way of saying it, but your your life is still valuable uh, regardless of how long I've known you. Um, That it would be sad if, if you weren't here, you know? Yeah. And just like that pastor, I've never met that guy in my life. And it, it, it hurt hearing that his wife and two kids are now without a husband and a, and, a, and a father. And it would suck to hear that a brother or a sister or a son or a daughter or a father or a mother killed themselves because somebody didn't give him 20 minutes. Yeah. Or someone didn't give him a hug or say hello to them. Yeah. You know? So... Uh, you know, honestly, it's cliche, but reach out, but call somebody professional. We're going to have numbers, uh, the suicide prevention number in the description of this, uh, of this podcast. Uh, and actually I'm going to look it up right now. I'm going to read it out. Um, is it, uh, 800-273-8255. That's the national suicide prevention lifeline. Um, and I don't know how to transition out of that, that question, Moxie, because it's just that just. <laughs> 10 minutes of, of like, you know, I'm really, I'm glad that we took the time to answer that because that's, we, we've had some good talks with a friend of ours. Hey, yo, Matt, hey, yo, Matt, just about the quant, the, the quality of the things that we talk about in this podcast and how we're kind of starting to show a deeper side in, in the content that we talk about, but and not on purpose I, at all. <laughs> no, it's not even, but you know, it's like in a TV show when they introduce in the second season that like little underlying theme that nobody knew about. That's yeah. that's us, except we're just talking about really depressing stuff. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> we're gonna go to a quick commercial break, no, and then we, after this, we have we have one more question. Sorry. Um, we that, do. Yeah, oh, we have mind. one more question I want to get into, but I do want to end that portion by saying, um, you know. If anyone, if anyone's listening to this right now, seriously, and you, and you are considering suicide, do not do it. Don't you do know, it. Moxie please. and I, I, I know Moxie's heart enough to say, to know that what I'm about to say, she would 100% agree with. And, and so we love you. We really do. Yeah. You know, even if we've never talked to you before, if you've never met, if you're just a listener who's never commented on anything, you just happen to download this podcast and listen to us talk for an hour and a half every week you know we, we love you and and your life is valuable and and you know reach out to us you know like we will we will tell you this over and over again uh if needed but let's go into our last question because it's also important for me to make sure this question gets in um, all right so uh this is from gabby on facebook she says uh what attracted us uh what attracted us to stay friends all these years <laughs> no idea <laughs> you know what's 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 funny is is uh it's weird because there's there's an age difference between us and it's a not sig- that much of an age difference. it's a four four year age difference it's a whole high school class apart yeah um but you know you were 16 17 when i was 21 you know yeah. so 
granted our friendship has really you know deepened and, and really solidified itself in the last two years or so um probably since my mom passed is when <laughs> we became really good friends um th- thanks mom <laughs> um, you know and uh I don't know. I don't know why we've stayed friends other than the fact that your parents pay me to be your friend. Um, I, I don't know what, what, I don't know how we've gone five years as friends, you know. I, I can boil it down to uh, uh, two things. Music and tacos? No. Okay. Chicken nuggets. <laughs> and being genuine. Ironically, uh, one of those things isn't genuine. Yeah, it's definitely being genuine. That's not yeah. genuine. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, no, but but it's funny to think that, you know, you and I, the age difference, you know, anyway, so we're running out of time here. Uh, part two of that question is actually f- directed towards me. <laughs> no, well, fine. Uh, it's directed to me. So, hey, I have to answer it. Uh, she wants to know, what if Moxie hated tacos? Then what? Ooh, I actually did see this question come in. Yeah. Um, uh, then we wouldn't be friends. We, I would have been banished. That's yeah. what would have happened. This podcast wouldn't be the podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. No, you know what? We, we would have, we would have, it would have been like life, friendship, and chicken nuggets. <laughs> I don't love chicken nuggets as much as you do. Yeah, but you bring me chicken nuggets when I'm crying. So it yeah, works. That's true. That's true. Um, realistically speaking, um, I think Moxie and I, outside of the gimmicks, we get along because we just we just we just mesh really well. Yeah. Um, and that's the truth. That's the truth. If you mesh well with people, you're going to have a great time with them. So, uh, we are going to take a commercial break now. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, but again, uh, just I'm going to read this number out one more time: eight hundred two seven three eighty two fifty five suicide prevention lifeline. Uh, if you need to talk to somebody, give them a call. Um, we're going to be back after this commercial break, after we exploit the suicide lifeline. And also, so we've talked about life. We've talked about the friendship. Now, when we come back, we're going to talk about tacos. Ooh, this is fun. Mm-hmm. Although we already did talk about tacos. Shh, shh, shh. <laughs> Don't ruin it. Moxie, we are running out of time. Are you running out of time? Why do you record like you're running out of time? Dollar in the jar. Actually, <laughs> uh, what's funny is we were talking to, uh, uh, I was talking to Kid Hudson, and uh, we were recording a music video over the weekend, and the actress that's in the music video is 19, and he goes, she's only 19, but I go, her brain is older, uh, so <laughs> good timing there. Uh, Moxie, what do you have for us? All right. This is an article from Thrillist.com entitled Taco Bell's Got a New Vegetarian Menu and We Tasted It All. Gross. I don't know. I I mean, there's so there's a lot going on here. Yeah, there is. is. So in the Taco Bell app, there's a function called Make It Meatless and it makes it, it basically just makes all the meat disappear. They've also got a fresco menu that's basically vegan with like without using the word. There are 13 items on the menu that are certified by the American Vegetarian Association and like 38 vegan and vegetarian items in the mix. There's a uh, black bean crunch wrap supreme and the black bean quesarito. Uh, There's 
a seven-layer burrito that they they said that's pretty good, which kind of makes sense because, I mean, if you take out you take out the meat, it's vegetarian. You take out the cheese and the sour cream, and it's fully vegan. But it, either way, it still tastes good. I mean, you're not really adding anything to it to make it taste weird, you know? How, how do you feel about this? I feel like you and I need to go to Taco Bell. <laughs> I, you know, here's the thing. I understand why they're doing it. I just don't like the idea. Here, I'm a, <laughs> I, I am a meatitarian. A meatitarian? You mean a... a- uh, carnivore? Carnivore, yeah. No, I'm a meatitarian, okay? Uh, mm. I have never in my life eaten a meal without some sort of meat in it, okay? Um, so this is obviously not directed towards someone like me. And I'm going to give, I'm going to give, uh, talk about the infamous, no. <laughs> <laughs> the infamous. <laughs> because you're catering to an audience that's probably not going to eat at your restaurant anyway. You know, I don't know. I don't know any vegan who's like, Oh, I can't wait till Taco Bell offers vegan food. You know, <laughs> like who, who, what, who do you think you are? Chipotle? Like, come on, <laughs> come on. Uh, yeah. I don't know how I feel about that Moxie, but you know what? We need to go with your credit card. We need to go and buy one of these items, each, uh. one of each of these items and try them out. I'm down. Let's do it. Yeah, and then maybe we can, uh, maybe we can uh, record a video and make some of that money back. <laughs> Hopefully. What are your thoughts on it? You know, I think it's I think it's wise. Uh, this is a this is a day and age where everybody is kind of crossing borders into everything, and it's just like you know we're gonna go full circle here. It's like me doing acoustic music. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Taco Bell can do whatever they want to do. So this is Taco Bell's version of doing acoustic music. Is what you're saying? Basically, okay. Yeah, All right. yeah. Well, for it. Taco Bell didn't even do their full band music well, so <laughs> like. <laughs> but but you still went there. Yeah, well, yeah, because it was cheap, and when I'm you know had a couple beers, even though I don't drink beers, but you know you, you have a couple drinks and you it tastes good, you know. Uh, all right, cool. Well, that, there's that. Let us know what you think about talk about going vegan. Do it. Think outside the. Quesarito box? Vegan. I don't know. <laughs> all right. Uh, Moxie Friday uh, Bella song will be available on all streaming platforms available for you to download. Go and pre-save it right now if it is up. Maybe not. <laughs> can we, can we, Soon. Will it, can we get it up? Do you need me yes. to get it to you? Yes. Are you waiting on me? Yeah. Okay. So it will be up hopefully, <laughs> hopefully the next... 24 hours will be up and available for pre-save on Spotify and, and Apple Music and available for purchase on, on iTunes and Google Play and wherever else you get music. Bella Song, I am so excited for you, Moxie. My name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie M. And we are under I'm an hour. time. And we are now officially over an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Moxie. Uh, no, we're still under an hour. Uh, my name is Ruben J. And we are under an hour and we are now out of time. Goodbye. Because in five, four, three, two, one, we are out of an hour. Bye. Oh, no.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.